0: Are listening to the Try. quarter transmissions?
1: <laughs> or leave Epic. episode ten? Just
2: what the doctor ordered, right, doctor?
1: I couldn't have prescribed better.
2: Welcome to the 10th installment of Shore Leave. This is our final episode before the 2016 Las Vegas convention. Uh, this episode is also kind of a special milestone as um, it's going to be the 175th episode of the Tricorder Transmissions overall, which is which is pretty cool. And uh, kind of cool to be going into our third anniversary having evolved so much from the original show that we were doing three years ago into uh, what we've become now, and I'm happy to say that we have three people here tonight who are part of a lot of those different series, and I will start off with someone who, uh, unfortunately, due to the new weapons policy, may have to check her arms at the door. Uh, She's my always great co-host and great friend, Heather Barker.
0: I'm bringing it. I don't care what they say. I'm bringing my Mechlath, guys.
1: I think he was talking about the arm guns, Heather.
0: Oh, well, those, guns, those, those guns, those guns, those guns are pretty impressive
2: too. What can They I may say? not let they you are. in, I'm thinking. This is, the policy is pretty strict.
0: We will see. I can take care of them if they don't. That sounds like a threat.
2: <laughs> She'll just beat her way into the convention. Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm already getting myself kicked out of the convention. Great. Nice. So,
2: <laughs> uh, next up, dialing in from Fahaba. The future winner of the Tuesday Night (laughs) Trek Trivia Contest and co-host of the Tavikron series, the still indispensable Claire Little is back.
3: Thank you. I am not from Maine or Massachusetts in case anybody (laughs) listening is really confused because I was really confused for a split second thinking, well, who's from Far Harbor? (laughs) Oh, that would be me, I guess. (laughs) I live as far away from Far Harbor as you possibly can get unless you're in Hawaii or Alaska. Oh, nice.
2: A Little fun fact Ooh, for you guys out there geography no, and and that that creepy voice, but that's me, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's Claire's creepy voice. No that's, <laughs> no, that's somebody else's creepy voice. Oh, finally, uh, making this is pretty cool too, making his 23rd appearance on the Tri Transmissions, which gives him the most prestigious, most frequent guest award. He is our Ooh. most frequent guest, uh, <gasps> from Five Year Mission and What Are Little Songs Made of? Mr. Andrew Fark is here. Hey,
1: long time, 23rd time, everybody.
2: Yeah, can you believe it? I I just went and looked in, the, in our little guest list here to see uh, how many times you've been on. So I know it's been an awful lot, and you are number one by three appearances. Wow. Uh, who's, uh, who's second? Uh, Mr. Chris Ritzer has 20 appearances to your 23.
1: Don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I care,
2: because I'm number one. Andy is absolutely number one. So guys, as we are recording this, we are six days and a few hours until we all depart for Vegas. Holy crap. And That's we are
0: crazy. not drunk. We may sound like we're drunk already, but we're not. We're just really excited. Oh, no. This is what happens. We're, we're drunk on Star Trek. <laughs> yes. It's
3: simple, right. but it works, right? <laughs> Star
1: Trek jokes.
2: I certainly hope Andy's not drunk because he's sitting in a car in a parking lot right now. <laughs>
3: Yeah, hey Andy, of your twenty-three yeah. appearances, how many of them were from a car in a parking lot?
1: Just two so far. This this one and the the previous Shore Leave.
3: Ah, okay. That was
1: yeah, the, impressive. Well, well, the first one was just it wasn't even a parking lot, it was just the side of the street. <laughs> this time I'm actually in a full fledged parking lot. I'm moving up in the world. Next My time it you... be a parking garage.
2: Yeah. There could be a roof. That might impede well, your signal though. What? Yeah. You know, parking garage yeah. may not be the best thing. Unless you're on the top, on the rooftop deck.
1: If if I can find one of those fancy parking garages,
2: how about we record one from the top of the Rio parking deck?
1: Oh, good Lord.
2: Oh, wow.
1: It'll be all wind noise,
3: all wind noise. And like a lot of Burger King wrappers and like crushed Burger King (laughs) cups,
1: smash burger wrappers. Now
2: you spend a lot of time up there, Claire. No, actually,
3: the first and only time (laughs) I've been up there was because you were like, let's go out to the parking garage because it was really no nothing like that in fact we i believe we all talked about how singularly unexciting the parking garage was (laughs) and so you just had to go see it for yourself no it was like let's go outside and breathe not recirculated air for the first time in five and a half days kind of Uh, let's go that's yeah
0: i think that was nac though i think that was brian was it really yeah oh who we don't have on the podcast (laughs) stop it (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Go to the parking lot. Well,
0: be- We love yeah. you, Nack.
2: <laughs> we do. Speaking of people that we love, we wanted to give a quick shout out to all of the awesome vendors who participated in our Vendor Room extravaganza episodes over the last few weeks. Andy, of course, being one of them, is back here again. And we'll talk again a little bit about what's going to be happening at your table and your your awesome special products you're going to be bringing. But we want to say a really quick hello to Shop LLAP, Danny Schwartz. It's wonderful having you on. Uh, Bye-bye, Robot. Make it so. Skyboat Media and Stoked Radio. Am I forgetting anybody, Heather?
0: I think that's everybody. I will feel really bad if we forgot someone, but I don't don't think we did. Um, But I really hope that everybody enjoyed getting to know our vendors a little bit. And if you did, please let us know so that we can do it again next year.
2: Yes, definitely, and we look forward to actually getting some of them back on the show during the convention for some on-the-spot interviews. I know a few of them have already said they would do it, so look for them on our daily episodes coming from the convention next week. And Heather, do you want to do a quick reminder about your cosplay?
0: Oh, yeah, it was just kind of general stuff. We did a great episode um, kind of on the – just about cosplay and – Cosplay is not consent, and I did actually reach out to Creation. I sent them that episode, and they didn't really have much of a response.
2: It was kind of <laughs>
0: Um, It was, yeah, I wound up sending them several emails because they kept brushing me off. And the last one was just pretty straightforward saying we would like to see some representation around the convention halls about your, your anti-harassment policies. And I never heard back. So I think uh, one of our friends is bringing some signs to hang up all over the convention, (laughs) Um, which is awesome. Creation will probably take them down and we will keep putting them back up, but just a great reminder to be respectful of everyone And cosplay or not, um, and please make the con a safe and friendly environment, which we love to do in our official, unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas group on Facebook. It's a big deal that we have a safe place for everybody. Um, We want that to extend to the convention itself. So please keep that in mind. And I guess I'll just bring up, too, one of my friends reached out and made a really good point on the heels of the subject of harassment. And that was to remember to treat the celebrity guests respectfully as well. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of shocking. I'm not going to share um, the information that I got because it's, it's you know, private stories of, of certain celebrities, but, um, it's scary that that happens to absolutely everyone at the convention. And we, these, these are people that are coming, you know, for us. And the last thing that we want to do is, is treat them in a way that makes them not want to come back.
1: Yes, Um, Absolutely.
0: So for everybody out there, we know we're, we're all adults. We're all great, awesome people. We know how to be respectful. Um, so just please keep that vibe for everyone. Well, I guess the convention is five days. I'm going to be there for almost seven, I guess six. But just keep it going. Keep it going, guys. We appreciate it.
2: <laughs> Speaking of cosplay, Claire, I heard a rumor that you are not doing any this year. <gasps>
3: well, OK. So I flip-flopped.
2: <laughs> oh
3: I will I was inte- I wasn't not probably going to do too much new stuff my old standard science uniform original series science uniform always got to bring that cuz it's already done I actually cannot stay on this call for too long because I need to put some admiral stripes oh. ooh, on one of my new uniforms five year mission I'm going to outrank all of you I hope that's oh, okay that's <laughs> fine yeah. Every,
1: everybody does anyway <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's going to be official. I mean, like, once you put the uniform on, it's official. Like, it's real, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, yes. basically, you just say yeah. you're you're an admiral, and everyone yeah, will be and... like, sure thing, admiral.
3: Uh, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, that's totally how it works. Okay, good. I'm glad I have, a good, like, the right understanding on that.
1: <laughs> well, because, so, in the, actually, in the beginning of the band, Patrick also had just a regular, like, security red shirt, no stripes or anything on it. And then he decided on his own, without telling us, to go out and buy that green Captain Kirk wrap. And he was like, mm. I, "I just went from, you know, ensign to a captain."
3: Yeah, well, that was that was just for his personal safety, right? I mean, that that was not a he wasn't pulling rank. He just didn't want to die during every single set you guys played. So, oh, no,
1: he was he was absolutely pulling rank. <laughs> and we still uh, give him hell about it.
3: Okay, well, I'm going to be an admiral now, so I don't know what that was,
1: but
3: so no, I'm actually making a new, uh, toss Admiral tunic original series, Admiral tunic hand sewn as usual, because I'm afraid of sewing machines. It's not (laughs) fair. It's, it's because honestly, sewing machines are like, they're too fast. I I don't feel like I have control over a sewing machine. Uh, (laughs) I'm not a Luddite, I swear. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm making that and, I might make another one. I don't know. But it's Did I'm I, definitely I don't know. There's definitely going to be like days where I'm just wearing like a Star Trek t-shirt and jeans.
2: Perfect. And that's okay. Yeah. Cool, very cool. I'm glad I'm glad to hear you came around.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like I already had the, all the fabric and everything and I was just was like I have to put it together. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, Andy, throwing over to you really quick, you want to give us a little bit of an update on what's going to be happening at the table? I know you mentioned you had some special merchandise coming down the pike. Did that pan out?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, we just got the CDs in the mail today. Sweet. And so we will have the limited edition 300 copies, all numbered and signed, of the singles for Beam Down and Take a Ride.
0: Number 50 awesome. is
1: mine. I already <laughs> am setting aside number 50.
0: Yay!
3: <laughs>
0: Thank you. I assume we've
1: had we some other sure. people
3: request some.
1: Uh, some Yeah, insurance. there was one person that requested five and eight because that's his kids ages. Uh, uh, that's I Neil, I guess who that is. Neil yeah. Carpenter coming all the way from <laughs> England to see us for a second time, but this time at a at a
2: convention. And to lose awesome. at mini golf, by the way.
1: And to lose mm-hmm. at mini golf. Totally I saw going down. You're, you, everyone's going down, according to you, Jeff.
2: Well, you know, someone's got to be the villain, Andy
1: that's true it's
2: gonna be me might as well be you damn straight the mini golf villain so what else is going on at the table
1: uh we're gonna have our little cubies which is our current cover photo on facebook and uh i basically sat down and watched uh six episodes of tos and put them all together so your little plan jeff of uh sitting down and putting them together at the bar (laughs) uh is probably not going to pan out unless you plan on drinking a lot
2: well i do and i think it's going to be a lot of fun trying to put them together
1: oh oh yeah
2: see now that could be a contest
1: actually that wouldn't be a bad idea because they are a pain in the butt and i was sober
3: (laughs) oh see now that's a challenge that's a challenge i can't turn down do they do they need like glue
1: or tape no, it's, it's all tabs.
0: Okay, that's what and
1: I And I, I have found that instead of... Uh, use scissors at the beginning to cut the main parts out, but Ooh, then once you get down to, like, the tabs and little slots and stuff, uh, an X-Acto knife is your best friend.
0: Oh, man. Oh, uh, well, if we're drinking,
3: let's, let's not
1: maybe do that. <laughs> yeah, we could. well, we could always bust out Heather's uh, necklace then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she can't bring that, though. Yes,
3: she I can. She can bring it in the bar. Can, it's... It's dull, though, so yes. well, you should try using it anyway, Heather. Just, like, gum at it with, it, with a, a dull neckline.
0: <laughs> so, hey, so since we brought this up so everybody yes. knows, um, Creation just totally bombed us with this no-weapons policy today. Um, with a week I don't, to go. Yeah, it just kind of popped up on their website. Somebody caught it and posted it into every single star trek facebook group that i'm in Yeah,
1: that was a um, robert, robert i think it was a robert <laughs> robert reyes that initially saw it
0: thanks robert so we we followed it because uh, you know everybody was upset um I, I personally you know i get it there's a lot of stuff going on in the world um most conventions these days have a prop check line where you bring mm-hmm. your prop They inspect it. They put a Mm -hmm. sticker on it. They put a zip tie on it. They do something to mark that it is not a true weapon, and then they let you in. (laughs) Um, Creation didn't give us that. They just said no weapons. A couple people reached out, and we did get a, a detailed response back talking about the different types of weapons that are not allowed, which obviously are things like real guns. <laughs> uh, I like the
3: no explosives. Has anyone ever done a cosplay that required real explosives? Like this well, for Star actually, Trek related? I for have Star seen...
1: Uh, not necessarily with Star Trek, but I have seen uh, people come around with like those little snap pops.
2: Okay. And yeah. then
1: also like actual like bricks of firecrackers, which was if, the dumbest person I've ever seen in my if life. If
3: snap pops qualify as explosives,
2: that is pushing it. <laughs> uh, my favorite one, noise-making <laughs> instruments. Yeah. No boo-boo-zellas, yeah. please at the convention. Oh god. I Ugh.
3: honestly got woken up by a boo-boo-zella once outside <laughs> my window. It was the I weirdest thing. It's bizarre. I was not at, you know, a soccer tournament. So I don't know what was going on. You know some
1: joker will bring
2: one to the convention. Yeah. Oh, you know they would.
3: Uh, uh, not gonna ruin my
2: five year mission show. Damn right. No. Damn it. I,
3: I do have to say there was one one aspect to the policy that I kind of I could see the why creation was doing what they were doing. And this was the revised policy where they did actually clarify what you could and could not bring. They mentioned that the convention is taking place at a public casino hotel, right. which is true. So there are people there who are not part of the convention, who aren't necessarily Star Trek fans, who would not necessarily immediately recognize that a dik is not a bowie knife, you know, right. or <laughs> for example. So which I, I okay. And some of those phasers do are more firearm-shaped than others. I'm sorry, anyone who thinks a TNG era phaser is like an actual weapon is, that's silly, it's a dustbuster. That's not really, <laughs> I like, think it's not a weapon. <laughs> I don't know, maybe a taser? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I suppose. That, that one I felt like was a stretch, but yeah. But again, the, the fact that you're potentially walking through a, a sort of open casino area, I don't know, if you're dressed as a Mako, for example, you're going to have something that looks more like a real traditional firearm than right. if yeah. you're carrying a hand phaser from the third season of The Next Generation, for example.
2: So the only thing on here that I thought was a little bit odd, though, was that there's a, at the end, the last item on the list is kind of like a blanket and whatever else we feel like. Yeah,
0: anything sort else yeah. inappropriate, which we'll yeah. see. I, my Mechleth is, is a dull blade, um, which, I mean, technically I could use it as a blunt weapon. So...
1: <laughs> to, like, bash um, someone, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... That's it's kind of true of it. most things. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, take so off because, my shoe and beat you. Because it specifies <laughs> that it's sharpened metal-bladed weapons, which are not allowed, um, mm-hmm. I'm still going to bring the Mechleth, and I will go to the little line and get it inspected. Um, get your they little sticker. Yeah, they didn't specify if it was going to be a sticker or what, but I assume they will work that out. I overall I'm actually kind of glad that this happened because now they at least have guidelines which all of the other conventions do so I'm glad that they finally caught up if they could only do that with cosplay um, right. that would be great but it's it's good to to see this happen um, I hate that it's needed but hey at least it's a yeah. step in the right direction. Yep. It's better um, to get
3: ahead of get ahead of the issue than have potentially, you know, someone's vacation ruined on both yeah. the, the Trekkie and the non-Trekkie who sees something and freaks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, you don't want police to be called or security to be called or someone to get tackled to the ground or, you know, some good Samaritan <laughs> yeah. trying to help. And they are just completely misunderstanding what they're looking at because Detained they are
1: Detained during a photo op.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. that's last, the last thing anybody would want um, yeah. to have happen. So,
0: yeah. Placement of a marker, which must always be on the prop throughout the convention. So we'll see what that is. There you go. Now we have guidelines. We have mm-hmm. we know what to do. And if you have questions about your specific weapon, you might want to email creation beforehand. Yes.
2: Yeah. So do your instruments count as weapons, Andy?
1: I don't think so, but they could be used.
2: Drumsticks are blunt weapons.
1: Well, I mean, we have the, the, during the video for, uh, for his head is hollow touched Spock's brain. We actually used them all as weapons to kill Mm -hmm. the flying brains. So technically they are weapons, but maybe we can just get the little marker on there and. Have a good week.
2: I agree. So, Claire, I know you can't be on the call too, too long. Do you have uh, some time to go over some of our listener questions from the Facebook group with us?
3: Oh, yeah. I am I probably will leave around 8 o'clock my time. So I still have a half an hour. Yeah.
2: All right. So we've got a bunch of questions that came from the Facebook group uh, in regards to uh, different things about the convention coming up. So I thought we would run through some of these. And we'll start off with a question from... Mickey Gunter, who's actually been on our show uh, previously, a couple episodes ago in our Vendors episode. Uh, there was a long thread that was about um, people feeling like they had trouble remembering people's names and, and kind of feeling guilty about maybe <laughs> not remembering people's names. There was a lot of suggestions uh, about you know wearing name tags and no. things of that nature. <laughs> but um, Mickey says she's trying to make it a point not to be embarrassed by not knowing someone's name. But what, what do you guys think? Do you guys have trouble remembering people's names? Are you um, are you embarrassed by the fact that you forget people's names? Claire, what do you think?
3: I basically when I'm meeting someone for the first time and they tell me their name, my hearing temporarily drops out <laughs> when they're mm-hmm. saying their their name and and also their mouth gets blurry and I can't see their lips. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I am horrible at names. I also have a hard time if it's someone that I have met previously through Twitter and their handle is something other than their, like, frankly, Jim Morehouse, I kind of just was like calling him enterprise extra for a day or two. And I'm like, what? I kept forgetting his name. I'm sorry, Jim. (laughs) Because I knew him as enterprise extra and I knew who he was immediately, you know, once I met him, but I just was like, that's his name. Right. You know, um, so yeah, when you've got, when I have like a Twitter name and that's what I want to call them, there's that issue. And then there's also just the genuine, I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm really bad at learning people's names. Um, Andy, I thought your name was Fark. Like your first name must was Fark <laughs> so, wow. for like a little bit. So. <laughs> I get,
1: I get that constantly and I really don't care what you call me, Andy or Fark or Andy Fark or whatever, because well, it's Andrew. literally yeah. both, both of them are my name.
3: That is true, but I just thought one of them was like your actual given name. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, that said, Mark. I have no intention of wearing a name tag. And no. I have no intention of asking other people to wear a name tag for my benefit. Um no. like we're we're all gonna probably be drunk half the time. A look of recognition and a hey you is all I need. Like <laughs> we're that's
0: not alcoholics, I'm- I swear. <laughs> that's me. <every> time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, really we're not. <laughs> well,
2: speak for yourself. I, I definitely am functioning though, at least. Oh, absolutely high functioning. <laughs> <laughs> So, Heather, do you have trouble remembering people's names?
0: Yeah, I actually have a lot of anxiety about this year in particular, um... It's I do a lot of things. And, and now you do those things with me, actually. <laughs> uh, now that we're, we're you're you're now an admin for the unofficial STOV group on Facebook.
1: Yes. Welcome.
0: You're doing a great job.
1: Congratulations.
0: Um, so I've got that group and now I have a podcast and I'm pretty active on Twitter. And there are a lot of people that I am looking forward to meeting. And I am somewhat terrified that I'm going to forget everyone's names. Can I step in really quick as
3: someone who walked around a lot with Heather last year and got to be the fly on the wall while like 85% of the convention attendees were like, it's Heather. (laughs) Hey, it's (laughs) that guy. Yeah. Walk up to her, say hi, be enthusiastic. Tell her your name though, or say like, I I, know you from Facebook or something because half the time I was like, after we'd walked off, I'm like, did you know that person or not? Because. What's cool about the convention is people just like say hi, even if they because they like your shirt, you know, or something. Mm It's it's very familial
0: and which is nice.
3: But I was like, who did you know that person? (laughs) (laughs) So if you think you know Heather, tell her why.
0: Yes, that's it's always helpful to say, especially if it's like Twitter, just say I'm so and so on Twitter. Um, it's always good to have those little things to refer back to. Um people that I've met. Before, I, or, you know, several times I tend to remember much better, but I just, there are so, so many people. There are people that have not been to the convention for several years that are mm-hmm. coming this year. There are a ton of brand new people. There are people, new people coming into my augment cosplay group. Um, I organized a pride cosplay group that has supposedly a lot of people are going to a- attend. Um, yeah, a lot I saw of people, that. yeah, a lot of people that I haven't met. Um, so I am just going to do my best to put my own anxiety away. Um, it's, I'm, I'm excited. I'm overwhelmed. I am looking forward to meeting everybody. And I have made a promise to myself that I will be as social as possible, um, so that I can really take advantage of, of meeting as many people as I can. So please come say hi, tell me who you are. I'm sorry if I forget your name. Don't take it personally. If you forget my name, that's totally cool. And I'm the girl with Star Trek and Stargate tattoos. So that's an easy way to find me a lot of the time.
2: Andy, do you forget people's names? Oh, good
1: Lord, yes. Constantly. If it's, if it's somebody that I'm used to talking to online, like in like the unofficial group, or, or someone that has messaged us on like the five-year mission page previously, and it's somebody that I talk to regularly, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna remember your name, and that's a lot of times people are surprised when I do remember their name. Uh, but probably seven times out of ten, I'm be like, "What's your name again?" <laughs> I'm so I'm really sorry. I know I've I've met you once, or I, I know you liked something on Five Year Mission's page, because that's the worst coming from the unofficial page, my regular Facebook friends, and then also from Five Year Mission. I get oh, stuff beep, mixed up so much. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be rough, but I'm pretty much used to the fact now that uh, I'm not going to remember a person's name first thing. So it, I'm it, forgive me if I ask you three or four times, especially in like a big sold out year like this.
0: Yeah, yeah it's. It's so funny because even, you know, Mickey brought that up even before it was brought up in the group. I had been thinking about it and just planning on this podcast to say, everybody, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, I, if I forget your name, I am sorry. Please don't take it personally. Tell me again. Like, it's, not, I, it's not that
1: I wasn't paying attention to you. It's just that I've met so many people that I yeah. keep getting my wires crossed.
0: Yes. I mean, they're really – so we know there's going to be at least like 6,000 people or something. And yeah. this is within at least a five-day period. Yeah, and then, of year. course, like
1: like 1,000 or 1,500 of those are going to be changing on a daily basis because yeah. of daily <laughs> tickets. So. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention changing their cosplay.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> like the Pride Day, I'm going to have on a rainbow wig. So good luck finding me that day. Uh, <laughs> actually,
3: that'll probably make it really easy to find you.
0: Yes, it cool. will. It will. So I think we can all just say, yes, we're probably going to forget each other's names. We still love everybody. Don't take it personally. No, I'm going to because... disagree. Yeah? I'm going to disagree. You don't love everybody?
2: And no, I do love everybody, but I will say that if, if you're on the Facebook group and I've talked to you on the Facebook group, there's about a 70% chance I'll remember your name, but there's a 100% chance <laughs> I'm going to mispronounce it. That's my fear, and that's why Yesenia. I love you guys so much because all your names are so freaking easy. Andy Fark, so easy. Claire, though, so easy. But yeah. No, actually, I got I got Yuzenia's pronunciation. She told me how to pronounce it, so I got that one down. But Mm -hmm. I am very nervous about everybody else's names. I I apologize ahead of time for mispronouncing all of your names. But uh, all right. So we've got actually two questions from our UK friend, Neil Carpenter. Hi, Neil. uh, ah, Yeah, Neil's awesome. Looking forward to seeing him uh, at the convention uh, very soon. So he asked two different questions. One's a five-year mission-related question, of course. And I have
1: already answered
2: it. Yes, but we can answer it on the show as well i know so he says will five-year mission be playing a couple of extra songs at the end of the days where and where can he send requests to
1: ah uh requests can basically be uh sent directly to me the apple because i know no i well he is definitely (laughs) not getting the apple let's put it that way that was from me uh you are definitely not getting the apple (laughs) no one's getting the apple damn it uh (laughs) Uh, actually tonight, uh, actually right before I, we hopped on here, I finished up our second to last practice before Vegas. And, uh, we have, uh, 30 original songs ready to go at moments notice in case they're like, Hey, fill time, play something. So then we can just look at the list, be like, okay, that's next in line. Let's do that. Instead of having a five minute discussion and running out of time to actually play a song. But we also got some clarification that, uh, there are going to be autograph sessions going on in the theater at the at the end of the days. Uh, so we probably will not be able to play like three or four songs mm-hmm. like we hope to do, but probably at least one at the end of every day. Awesome! And then, of course, peppered throughout the day in between panels and whatnot.
3: So I have a question for five year mission. Oh, really? Are you playing at any of these special parties? Like we you did are last not. Year? okay
1: we Boom. are not
3: that's why well, we're that's not bad going. for you but it's good for us because it might us. mean we get to actually hang out with you
1: yes exactly
3: <laughs> oh well that's a bummer
1: it is kind of a bummer but you know uh i've already put some uh some uh bugs and ears with creation about next year be like hey bring us back as house band and also have us do a show so Cool. that's that's my, my my musical optimism talking right there it's gonna be probably a few months before we get any official word on that oh, sure. with the way with the way they they roll so
0: well how how about we say this to our listeners if that's something that you want to see why don't you tell creation oh
1: yeah precisely
0: let's i'll do that because i think that was helpful and organized yes. a little campaign this year and uh I think Creation took that to heart. So yes,
1: do it. Do it in person at the convention this year before you even leave the convention. Yep. Uh, do it through email. Do it on their Facebook page. Do it in the official Star Trek Las Vegas or, or actual official Star Trek convention Facebook group, and on Twitter at Creation E N T. <laughs>
2: All right. So Neil's second question. I think this one. This one appeals to all of us. And I have a story that I can share that involves Claire and Heather. Uh, oh crap! This question he asks about. <laughs> uh,
0: were we drunk?
2: No, it was actually <laughs> early in the morning. Uh, we,
0: <laughs>
2: we were, were not we drunk? drunk. We were hungover. No. Yeah. Um, Still drunk. Neil has heard, and he is correct in this assumption that the length of the lines at Starbucks can get oh. quite long. Oh.
1: Good and
2: Lord. he's asking if there are – is it just during con hours or is it all early in the morning? Is it later in the evening? And I'll tell you, Neil, that during the con hours, it is pretty jammed. Um, mm-hmm. It can fluctuate though. I mean it can – depending on what's going on at the convention, it can get better and worse. But I, I, I've got to tell you – and I, I don't know if I told this story before, but I, I forget what morning it was. It, maybe this – the second or third day of the of last year's convention, I I ran into Heather and Claire in the hallway near the Starbucks, and you know we were c- contemplating getting a coffee, and you know just be prepared for this to happen to you as well if you're a regular Starbucks drinker and are used to going there. The prices at this Starbucks are like double what mm-hmm. the prices at a normal Starbucks are, and I usually get you know uh, I usually get like either like a green tea latte or something, so I ordered a large green tea latte. And Claire and Heather ordered this and I didn't even bother to look at the price because I usually know what it is where I get my Starbucks here in New Jersey and it was eight fifty <sighs> for a large latte. I almost wow. lost my mind. I, <laughs> I yeah. almost walked away without paying for it and I was like, forget it. But I, I paid for it anyway. But it was very expensive. So be prepared. If you're going to go to Starbucks, it costs a lot of money. So do you guys have any insight about that? I will say –
3: so there's there are two Starbucks located oh. in the Rio. Nice. There's, there's one right out of the elevators for the Ipanema Tower, right? Is it Or is it the Masquerade? Yes, no, Ipanema. Ipanema. Okay. And then there's one much closer to the convention. The one closer to the convention. Next to the half I, house,
1: yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. It has limited hours. I believe yeah. it closes yeah. sometime around 5 p.m., I'll just say. Because I have, or maybe earlier, I don't know exactly when it closes, but I do recall last year – wanting to go get a cup of coffee in the late afternoon or early evening. And I was surprised to find that it was closed. The one near the Ipanema elevators is open much longer. I don't know if it's open 24 hours a day, but it seems like it's at least open into the late evening. So that's good. But yeah, the lines are very long. They don't move very quickly. No. And uh, I tend to just get drip coffee so I'm not yeah. hit by the price quite so much. But yeah, it's twice or more as much as what you're used to paying. So be warned. They have
0: they have had coffee at Quarks, I think, or I know so before Quarks there was like a food station area kind of near the main the main room and they had just like cheap drip coffee. And then yeah. that got moved into Quarks, and I, I assume that there's coffee in Quarks. whether it's, you know, who – it's your opinion what coffee is good anyway because a lot of people <laughs> don't like Starbucks. But there there might be coffee there, but um, just be prepared. There are no more coffee machines in the rooms at all. Right. Um, this they, – they went from having them to having just the K-cup Keurig things or whatever, and then now they're gone. So – If you really need coffee, you don't want to pay a lot of money for it, you don't want to wait forever for it, you're probably better off either flying your own coffee pot to Vegas. (laughs) um, Which I'm sure a lot of people are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Several of my friends are either bringing one or they are going to take a cab ride and get one. Um, and bring their own coffee, and I'm kind of – I don't have any more room in my suitcase to bring a coffee pot and coffee, but anybody want to? <laughs>
2: so, guys, seriously, it's a good piece of advice for anybody who wants to have a, a portable coffee maker. Learn how to use a French press. Yeah. You don't yep. need power. You don't have to plug it in. You just need some hot water and throw the grounds in and plunge it, and you're good to go. that That's really easy to travel with because you can actually get travel mugs that have French presses built into them. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I have one of those AeroPress oh, those coffee makers, which yeah. is, you know, and I'm, I'm glad you said something, Jeff, because I forgot I had it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now uh, do they have microwaves in the rooms? I don't think they no. do. No. Right? No, no. Hot, hot water is the bottleneck here. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to get hot water. Mm. Yeah. A uh, uh, hair dryer and a glass of tap water go. <laughs> oh god well how
2: just, hot does know. the water get at the rio this is my first time staying there so i don't i don't know uh, oh,
3: it's like normal hot water it's i mean like you're not gonna it's burn your enough. skin off or yeah, yeah. not for making
1: coffee you are those would... are those the little sterno burner things you can get for like buffets and stuff those little like cans
3: uh, I would might. think fl- flying with a can of butane on the airplane <laughs> might be kind of a challenge. But well, no, that would, be, that would
1: be involved in like one of those like Costco runs or something that you can. Well, like if you're going like to do a Costco run, you might as well get buy, a little Mr. Coffee.
3: buy a $20, yeah, four cup, $20 coffee maker at Costco. And yeah. there you go. And not have Are
1: open you- flames in your room.
2: I could just see and, Andy yeah. setting off a smoke alarm in his room.
0: Yes, this is enough, why, I'm, I'm guys, doing
3: all like pre-workout
1: stuff instead of coffee.
0: This is why we don't have coffee pots in the rooms anymore. That's right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm this sure, is why we yeah. can't have nice things.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and I would also make sure to caution everybody to bring bottled water because the, the water in the, the sink in your room is disgusting. Mm-hmm. I know. I I yeah. I was so dehydrated. I actually attempted to drink some of it, and don't Ugh. do it, guys. Just
2: don't do it. No, yeah. yeah. I'll say it's I think it's Vegas water in general because I've stayed a lot of other places and the water always has a strange odor and taste to it.
3: Well, it's uh. it's Lake Mead water That's and true. so, you know, for players of Fallout New Vegas, there's a lot of canonical reasons <laughs> that the water tastes bad, but, you know, sorry. I Always a Fallout reference. Nerd. It's, Las Vegas. I, it's like Las Vegas is Star Trek and Fallout universes combined for me. That's, That's
2: just how it is now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the world we live in.
2: It is. So next up, we have another question, and it is coming from Aaron Harvey. And this is actually a good one, too. I like this one a lot. Uh, How difficult will it be to avoid smoking? He says, I remember last time I was in Vegas, I was very glad to leave it. And not that long ago, I had a heart transplant and was told to avoid these situations. Well, Aaron, I have some bad news. Um, (laughs) In the convention area, there's no smoking, so you, you have no problem there. But as soon as you go up the long hallway into the casino... You pretty much get smacked in the face with it. Yes. And it's bad. It's real bad. Uh, I think, Heather, didn't we talk about something uh, related to this on a a previous episode where we were telling people how uh, dry and hoarse your throats get at the masquerade because of the smoke?
0: I think Mm -hmm. it was talking about the smoke and just talking about the ventilation and people getting sick and kind of just all of that put together. I would, I would recommend that when you check in, you ask for Ipanema Tower. It is closer to the convention hall. And although you sort of walk near the casino area, you're not, like, in the heart of it. Like, you have to walk through when you're staying at Masquerade. Um, so I think that's really the best option for anybody with any health issues like that.
3: And I'd say it's, I mean, everyone walks different speeds, but... I would say it's no more than maybe a 10 minute walk or less
1: if even, through yeah. the
3: yeah, through the area of the casino where there are our actual gaming tables and bars and places where people would be standing around and smoking. yeah once you I mean once you get towards the, like the hash house area, um, which is not in the paid area of the convention, but it's it is far away from the, the gaming tables, I, I don't think the smoking is too bad there. No. Um, no. It, so it really is fine. Yeah. I mean, you can't hold your breath, obviously, while you're walking through the casino <laughs> area. It's a little too long for that, but it's it's going to be, you know, a, f- a few minutes a day each way, basically. Yeah. If,
1: um, if yeah. nothing if nothing else, my suggestion, if you're wanting to avoid smoke and basically the only reason that you're going to be walking through the casino is to get back to your room, get uh, like a, you're going to look real weird. For like a few minutes, but get one of those little like surgical masks or like little painter's masks mm. that just with it's like the rubber band and the cloth in the front. And then that will maybe help filter out whatever smoke you're going to have. You're going to have to walk through for that short time. You're going to be there.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's good advice. But uh, yeah,
0: overall, yeah. you're not really when you're in the convention hall, when you're at the convention, it's it's not an issue. There is a smoking oh, area yeah. outside so don't go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, people cannot smoke in the hall, so it's not going to be a problem. It's really when we leave the convention hall at night and we all flock to the bar, um, where people can smoke. You know, everywhere. Yeah. That's that's where it becomes a problem. And you know, regardless, all of the restaurants like, like You still have to go through the casino to get to those things. So mm-hmm. I would just I would just avoid that stuff if it's going to compromise your health at all otherwise yeah. it's just kind of a <laughs> that's that's what you're gonna deal with if you're going to the bar yeah
3: that's yeah and there be are the norm there are areas that you can definitely socialize with all of your friends that are not at the bar that are still in the paid area of the casino like quirks yeah. during the day or the um, karaoke parties at night yeah. so there are so it's yeah. not like you're gonna be, you know, forced to go to bed early
2: <laughs> if you
3: don't <laughs> if you don't want to be in the you know, sort of smoky areas of the casino. You can still have a lot of fun and hang out with people.
2: Yep. Yeah, so. yeah, that's a great point. Since Quark stays open really late, so there's there's plenty of people always hanging around in there. So yeah. Well, you know what? The one thing that I will say is that if you do avoid the smoking areas and you're not hanging out at night, you will miss out on having. The sexy, deep voice when you wake up in the morning.
3: (laughs) That is (laughs) true.
2: (laughs) That is one of my favorites. The best time to record podcasts because your voice sounds so good. Nice (laughs) and true.
0: So expect our Shirley updates from the morning with our sexy
2: voices. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. Next one is from Caitlin Marie Walsh. And this is a safety concern. And I don't have any experience with this, but you guys might. I she do. asks uh, if we have any advice for crossing the street from the Gold Coast. She's from Boston and it's her first time staying in the Gold Coast and she's a little nervous about getting back and forth to the convention. So Heather, you said you have some experience with that.
0: Yep, I stayed there in 2012. Since I've stayed there, they put in a crosswalk. Oh, cool. There was, yeah, there was no crosswalk before. I mean, technically I think there could be, but you kind of had to go out of the way to go down to it. So now they have a, a pedestrian crosswalk. So here's the thing. When you walk from like their lobby area, you walk through a parking garage, which as, you know, a woman that goes by herself, I don't, you know, I would not want to do that. So I would... I would try to find some friends that are also staying there. There are plenty of people. There are a ton of people staying at the Gold Coast. So um, do some socializing and find some people to walk with. Even if you see some people going in the same direction, maybe just walk close to them if you don't feel comfortable introducing yourself. Um, but they've got the crosswalk. So just do that. It's not a very long walk from gold coast over to the Rio, you know, five, 10 minutes. It's a longer walk to get all the way down to the convention hall. (laughs) Um, so be prepared for that. But really just use the buddy system, um, use your smarts. It's, they're, they're right next door to each other. So don't be intimidated by thinking it's like a mile long walk in Vegas heat or anything. It's not. But yeah, I would just say, especially for the ladies to just find a buddy so that you're not walking through a parking garage by yourself.
2: Definitely good advice. Vegas is not the worst place in the world, but it's definitely not the safest place
0: yeah, in the world,
2: especially at night.
0: It's a common sense thing. I, it, even if it was the mall here, I really wouldn't want to be walking alone by myself. You could bring a taser. I brought a taser with me. The, the year that I the year that I met Claire, um, that was you the first her? year. No, I didn't <laughs> know you had a taser with you. Yeah, we could have had yeah. so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Ah, oh, yep. I it was the first year that I went like completely on my own, staying in in a room on my own, and so I was. Overly cautious. I brought it. I never took it with me anywhere because, as everybody knows, I met Claire in line, check it into the room.
1: You did. Well, yeah. Now i
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've never heard this story before.
0: What? Okay, oh, yeah. then, then yeah. you do not listen to the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you liar. I Seriously. am a liar. <laughs> Yeah. So go ahead. We're sorry. done. I was, say, <laughs> I was just gonna say, in a in a broader sense, um, you know, security is is pretty important. And if you if anybody's planning to go anywhere else outside the Rio, maybe down to Fremont Street, uh, places system. like that at night, yeah, buddy system, and make sure you keep your wallet and or purse or handbag, you know, very close by. Keep an eye on it because. You know, there's a lot of professionals out there who are very good at what they do. And I've heard a lot of horror stories from friends who've been out there, especially downtown. When the lights go out and the, the party starts and the light the light show's going, uh, you know, they come out. So uh, just be careful out there. Buddy System is a great, great thing. So um, we want everybody to be as safe as possible.
0: I have to follow that up because I saw some chatter in one of the groups about that, like pickpocketing happening at the convention. Wow! Mm. Um, it was it wasn't that it was actually happening. It was they were concerned about it happening. Oh. And as far as I know, it's that's not something that happens at the convention. I've never heard from anybody that they've gotten something like the, their wallet pickpocketed. Oh. Um, I would say you know don't leave your purse laying around. Again, common yeah. sense here. Um, don't leave your prop. I lost a shirt, man, guys, in 2012, I bought a really awesome shirt from Garrett at his booth and I had it like kind of strung on my purse and I lost it. And I really hope that like someone was going to turn it into lost and found and they never did. So keep an eye on your stuff. You don't want it to go randomly missing. It may not show up again.
1: Yeah, that's just that's just common sense, though. Just yeah. be just yeah. be aware of be aware of your surroundings.
0: Yeah. Well, and honestly, cosplay
3: might be the greatest deterrent to a pickpocket ever, because yeah. I'm <laughs> serious. I know this, this? Exactly. <laughs> this is not a piece of clothing I'm used to dealing with, you know, if it's some yeah. weird outfit. So
2: yeah, not all aliens keep their pockets in the same place.
3: <laughs> yeah, a Vulcan's pocket is where a human's liver would be. No, wait a minute. That's oh, their <laughs> that's good stuff right there, isn't it?
1: I enjoyed that one.
3: <laughs> that's good. Oh, I kind of hate myself right now.
1: <laughs> oh no, that is that is something that that you need to repeat, like like a like a like a dad joke, because that that was good stuff. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Oh,
2: bad. So another um, one more quick comment uh, that kind of spurs a little bit of a question in my mind that I think uh, would be interesting for us to talk about since we've all been there several times. So Meredith uh, Laughlin says um, she mentions that there's benches in the hallway in the casino and uh, between the casino and the convention center and, and recommends taking breaks. But something that occurred to me while reading that was um, do you guys have any – favorite little quick hangout spots where you go just to rest aside from your your room if you want to take a quick break from the convention um, I I know that for me there's a, when that Starbucks in the hallway closes it becomes a kind of a little hangout spot where you can mm-hmm. go sit kind of in peace and quiet for a little while but uh, Andy do you have any little getaway spots <laughs> I
1: do but they were all backstage so I oh, be you little help
2: <laughs> rock star
1: how many times do I have to tell you not to call me a rock star Jeff?
2: Didn't you just say earlier, you don't care what anybody calls you?
1: Oh, semantics. But no, basically I have, the first year I was there, I had a green room, so I just hop into the green room. Oh, I remember that. And then last year, I basically knew all the hiding spots backstage, so I was like, eh, I can go back there and no one will question me, so that's where I would go. But see, you guys would, would be able to answer this better.
2: Yeah, Claire, hiding spots?
3: You mentioned that Starbucks that's near the Hash House, which is good. Um, one thing is, even when it's open, no matter how long the line is, it seems like there are always tables or seats available there. So, <laughs> it seems like most people are not getting their coffee and then sitting down.
2: Um, By the time you get it, you've been there so, long enough. Yeah. You don't want to Yeah, stay. you're ready yeah. to
3: leave. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, well, there's Quarks. Yep, which can be a good place to go uh, to just sit down during the day get something quick to eat that might not be the most amazing or glamorous food you've ever had but <laughs> it works you know <laughs> Didn't
2: they have that cool little lounge they built in the Quarks where you could actually triple lounge
0: That's my place yeah. that's my suggestion guys I'm sitting here waiting to say the <laughs> no, triple no, no, lounge no, <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah Um, you know, who knows what it's going to be like this year because they could change it, but it was a nice little place. And Claire and I went over there at one point and wound up sitting next to Adam Nimoy and um, Rod Rodberry. They came in, they were recording. I don't actually, I don't think they were recording, um, but they were just talking and we wound up overhearing a really, um, touching dialogue between the two of them about their dad's. Yeah, I, I think
3: it was at the very least like a formal interview,
0: yeah. possibly for for
3: the love of Spock, because I still haven't seen that dang movie yet. No, they better um, have
0: it. But yeah, that was a really nice moment. Yeah, it was really chill. And so that's why they went over there, because it was a nice quiet, like they dim the lighting. I went over there quite yeah. a few times um, to hang out. And then, you know, again, with the, the little dining area where the tables are at Quarks and I'm pretty sure a couple of times we did use those benches in the hallways, Yeah, um, especially and there honest- was one over by the Guardian that was nice to get over to.
1: Oh, yeah, and that main little can- medallion area.
0: You can
3: always duck into either the main hall or uh, main theater or the secondary theater and just, like, grab the first seat you see. You know, it might be in the back of the room. It's not necessarily going to be a great view of the stage but if you really just like need to sit down for five minutes and drink some water or get off your feet or whatever that's always a
2: possibility too yeah excellent excellent point point. and if you if you don't mind the the vegas heat there's also a really nice little outside area uh outside where andy used to go to smoke cigarettes actually but it's yes. not
0: nice because there's so much smoke or is this a different one
2: no, you can you can go out there and not be exposed to all the smoke. You can sit on the steps yeah, and there's, stuff. Yeah. There's
3: it's actually fairly large and once you walk w- away from the doors, it's kind of an open space.
2: Yeah, it's huge seating so too.
0: I, is that where we went out and we saw all the military stuff? I on was the just going to say that. Yes, yeah. we watched the
3: train that was must have been like a mile long was just like tank after tank after tank. And like I thought
0: that the apoc- apocalypse was happening. And, yeah. Yeah. It was, we were like, what is going, is something going on? Like, do we need to go check the news?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, it was going in the direction of Nellis air force base, but I don't know that Nellis would have a bunch of tanks. Cause they're an air force base. So.
0: And it was know. never ending. There was so much stuff.
1: Maybe they were air tanks,
3: tanks with wings.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Air tanks.
3: That sounds like the name of a really bad like '80s action 80? show. Yes, it was. It's like Air, well, air Wolf. Air Airwolf. Wolf with tanks. Yeah. Air tank. I've seen every episode of Air Wolf.
1: And so have I. And we actually know the theme song.
3: And you're oh, going to play I'm, it. I'm requesting that right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Absolutely. We're, because we're, we, yeah, we could totally play like George Decay on stage with a theme from Airwolf for no good reason.
3: <laughs> well, somebody <laughs> who will go unnamed pretty much already did just that, so. Yeah, Claire. Hey, they went unnamed.
2: It was an Eminem song. So that about wraps up our listener questions. Thanks to everybody in the group for posing those questions. We always love hearing them and giving you our answers and perspectives. So uh so Claire do you need to drop off or
3: Uh yeah, probably I need to finish my cosplay. Your <laughs> so,
1: admiralship. ship.
3: Yes, I have to go very quickly go through Starfleet Academy and then have a com- several commands under my belt and no eventually problem. get the admiral. Yeah, just like in the next few days.
2: Well, thanks, Claire. Thanks for coming on. It's been really cool having you, Rick.
3: Thanks for having me. And I will see you guys in person in just a few days.
2: All right. So we said goodbye to Claire, but we are all still here. And um, I think we want to quickly talk a little bit about a topic that seems to be very common uh, in the Facebook group. I, there was a, a thread that was posted about social anxiety at the convention. I think it kind of blew up. So uh, we we may want to have a link to that. I didn't realize that there were so many people uh, who who suffered with this issue. So, um, you know, Heather, I know you have some trouble with it.
0: Yeah. So it came up previously in one of our threads that we posted before an episode, um, the, the topic of social anxiety and the fact that we're going to a very large event with lots and lots of people. How do you cope? And I had asked people for some advice, you know, whenever that was months ago, and we didn't really get a lot of feedback. So I wanted to revisit it um, for this podcast since we are a week away. And yeah, um, we got quite a lot of feedback. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I, I so I myself and I, it's, it does not surprise me that most of us are introverts. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm an introvert. I'm an outgoing introvert, um, but I, you know, my job, I I work by myself. I work with animals, so I'm by myself all day. I don't get a lot of socialization. Um, So when I go to the convention, it's just like the one time a year. I get all the socialization that I need (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because it's a lot. And I really struggled last year, the first few days, being social, um and as I said earlier it's kind of my challenge this year to meet as many people as possible so it's it's a personal challenge for me to to kind of overcome the social anxiety that I might have um so that I can meet everyone and have a really great time and leave with even more friends. So we asked people for some advice and things to do since we know that there are a lot of people out there with social anxiety and as Jeff said we were surprised that so many people said yeah hey me too. <laughs> um, so we've, we've got the thread. I will keep the thread bumped. Um, it's, yes. it was just kind of a general, oh, we're um, recording an episode tonight. Um, do you guys have any suggestions about dealing with social anxiety? Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep that bumped so that people can refer back to it, but we just wanted to talk about some of the things that, that people brought up, um, yeah. And I guess the first thing I want to say is just remember you're with friends. We all have something in common. We all like Star Trek. That's why we're there. So it's really easy, believe it or not, to just turn to somebody who's in line with you or who's sitting next to you and say, Hey, what's your favorite series?
1: Yep. Hey, there's who's your icebreaker?
0: Who's your favorite captain? And who was it? I'm trying to, there was someone in here. Was it Jessica? Yeah. She, she recommended that specifically. And then someone had mentioned, I got to find it. I think it was Desiree. Oh, Desiree was talking about the the photos, which I'll talk about here in a sec. But, um, if they've got cosplay or they've got a really neat shirt, like commenting on someone's attire is a really great way to break the ice. I've really never come across anyone that did not answer me (laughs) when I approached them. So everybody, I mean, my my experiences have always been good. I like to caution everyone that if you do have an interaction with someone that isn't pleasant, don't take it personally. You know, as we said, a lot of us are are introverts. Some people just may not have the social experience to to know how to interact well. Um, They may be like cripplingly shy. I think that's the word I just made up. Yes cripplingly cripplingly say that times fast no (laughs) so where where they you know they 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 don't feel comfortable responding this stuff happens i think it's it's really smart just like with the whole forgetting of names to just be very objective about your interactions with people at the convention um sometimes people are heading they're late for a for a panel so they may be short with you you know who knows sometimes people are in a bad mood um, yeah. I, it, I was kind of sad last year to find out that some people thought like, uh, you know, I, I wasn't in a good mood and they didn't want to talk to me or whatever. Um, you know, I had pain issues going on, so I wasn't comfortable and that can definitely come across without realizing it. Um, so I think it's just good to keep all those things in mind. Um, but it's, it's important that, that you make an effort. And even if it's something as small as like challenging yourself and saying, I'm going to talk to just one person a day, you might find that Mm -hmm. by the end of the day, you've talked to like 50 different people.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I'm going through. Jeff, was there anything that you wanted to pick out in the comments?
2: Actually, yeah. Um, There was one that really stood out to me because I don't really have a social anxiety issue uh, per se. But there was one comment in here by Michelle that I, I just immediately identified with this. And it's this is this is totally me. And I, I have to find her at the convention and talk to her because I'd, I've never met anybody else who has the same type of an issue. Maybe other people do. and They just don't talk about it. But um, <laughs> she says that she doesn't have social anxiety. Um, as she, she's similar to you, she's an outgoing introvert, mm-hmm. which I kind of am too. But she needs time to recover Uh, From the energy expended that she expends while socializing. And this is something that happens to me a lot.
1: Me Um, too.
2: I will burn Mm -hmm. out really quick. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be good most of the day. But after four or five, six hours, I almost completely like shut down. Like, all right, I've got to go. I've got to go hang out alone or with like one or two friends, put some music on and, and totally recharge my social battery. Yeah. And it's it's a it happens to me in my normal everyday life. Even yeah. and, you know yeah. you just get to the point. First, her and she even specifically points out going and listening to music, which is something that I do constantly to recharge. Me too. It's like my go to. I just throw on my favorite bands or favorite movie soundtrack or something, and for some reason it just it brings me back to center, and it allows me to to get back out there. So uh, really cool to see that uh, there's some other people who have some. Some similar afflictions.
1: Yeah, I oh, no, really I'm the same way. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I uh, being in the band and everything. Uh, I mean, I have I have to be an extrovert. I have to mm-hmm. be on. You know, I have yeah. to be like in character, basically. And you know, this is this is me. I'm a funny, goofy guy. I'm pretty sociable. I'm horrible at starting conversations mm-hmm. most of the time. <laughs> but if someone seems seems friendly, or you know, I I can you know, compliment them. If they're the same type, we can have a conversation. But yeah, after being on all day long, you know, at the, especially at conventions, like the booth after a show, something like that, uh, pretty much right after I'm done playing is not the time I enjoy socializing. It's like, I just expended a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. Uh, I need time to wind down. So, and of course that's when Everybody wants a photo. Everybody wants an autograph. So I will, towards the end, never take it personally. But sometimes I might start getting a little short mm-hmm. and just be like, yeah, sure. Come on yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Howard, what did you, what'd you think of the show? And then if, if, it's, if, if it's like, okay, is that it? And I'll start walking away and then they'll be like, hey, we got one more. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back in. But, you know, I'll have to turn it right back on. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I just I need decompression time. And I, I don't think it's really that unusual of a thing.
2: Hmm. I just don't think I've heard people talk about it a lot.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it seems pretty common. It's, there's something going on right now with, with being an introvert, being, being an extrovert. I see it all over Facebook. People are taking the little quizzes. Oh, I'm an outgoing introvert. I'm this, I'm that. It's really, people are really into fixing those labels right now. Um, And that, that's fine. I've always been an introvert. I've always been able to be outgoing when I need to be. Mm -hmm. I'm typically not at home. Like I don't socialize a lot. I work a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't get a lot of time off because I own a business. So it's rare that I get to socialize outside of my family. Um, So this is really just full time. And even though I'm not in a band, I'm not a celebrity, I still feel like I'm representing shore leave. I'm representing our group. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of the forerunner of the augment cosplay, the pride cosplay. So I feel like I have to be on for all of those things. And even though that really wasn't the case last year, I definitely took a lot more advantage of running up to my room, which it was okay. It was again, it's difficult for me because I have a pain issue. And so some of that was like forced downtime where I had to physically lay down. And so, like, I missed the Voyager. I missed the Voyager reunion panel. Um, I got to read tweets about it, but I'm kind of sad that I missed that now. But it's, yeah, I really like Michelle's recommendation of like going out to dinner with just a few people, um, which we actually did. Uh, and it was all like kind of, you guys were at the, I think the Chinese place. And I think Jeff. The Chinese talking, place. Yeah, you were talking with to the Claire. lazy Susan. Yeah. And the terrible and so, food. <laughs> it, oh, God. You know, that it was food. totally, Claire and I were just like hanging out, doing whatever. And so I think, Jeff, you invited us. I don't know. We all wound up there. And, you know, it was just us and it was, it was intimate and it was quiet in there. Um, and it was really relaxing. And so I love that recommendation of just, you know, grabbing a couple of friends and just having some nice intimate time with your friends. Um, but you know, I, I do need that, that recharge time. And that's one of the big reasons aside from having fibromyalgia that I stay at the Rio. Um, I need to have the ability to run up to my room, and just
1: yeah, the convenience.
0: Chill out. I'm very much the same way as you, Andy, where if it's like the end of the day and if I'm really stressed out, like that's not the time. <laughs> and I've learned <laughs> that. I've learned that about myself. Um, just because it's just all that I've got all that frenetic energy going on and I really just need I really just need to be alone. And that's even like I need to be at home alone like i tell my partner no you need to leave like i need time at home completely (laughs) like the animals can be there but no other people like it's
1: yeah i'm the the same way i have i have not had the same bedtime as my wife in years and years and years and she's like well it's like because i need to wind down and i can't really do that if someone's talking to me or if Mm -hmm. someone's you're like hey did you see this and i'm like no i don't want to see anything right now i just need to Need to calm down. I need some quiet time. I need me time, which yeah. which 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 sometimes sounds selfish, but it's just a thing I have to do
2: to, yeah. to, to yeah. just decompress. I'm right there with you. I have I have headphone time. Yeah. Do so like you yeah. really? I'll take, <laughs> yeah, I have this really great pair of headphones. I splurged on these studio monitor headphones years ago. Oh, and like noise canceling. Yeah, I yeah. really, really, really. I'm a, I'm an audiophile. I love music. I have a huge collection. I just plug those things in and put something on and just kind of get lost in it. And it, it helps to reset me and then I can go and be normal again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I mean, if, if nothing else, I think a good, good piece of advice is, you know, just find, find a bench, bring, bring some headphones, pop on uh, like some music or a podcast or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just be in your own. If, if someone approaches you, you know, how many, how many, how many times do you approach someone that's wearing both headphones?
0: Yeah. And try
1: and try to strike up a conversation. No, the, the, the both headphones in your ear, if you seem like you're really into it, nobody's going to approach you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, you know, you say, Oh, it's selfish, but no, self care is very important. I (laughs) Um, I agree. It's something that I have learned here later in my life that I have taken, not taken the time to do. So it's a big thing for me now. And it's, it's important in a lot of, The suggestions that have come up in this thread are very similar. It's, you know, if you don't feel uncomfortable, it's okay to walk away. Yeah. Like if you are tired, if you need to just go somewhere, then go. Like, don't worry about your friends. Just say, listen, guys, I need to step away. I'm going to go do this, whatever. Um, Take the time to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to how you're feeling this is Heather. The, the I'm not a mom, but I'm a nurturer. So I'm like, I tend to be like the group mom a lot. Um, so take care of yourself. It's, it's important that you do it. You're not offending anybody by doing it. Um, sometimes you have to just do it. It came up over and over again in these comments, um, about just taking time to step away yeah. And I think we we all need to listen to that. One thing that that Desiree brought up, I wanted to go back to, was taking photos because I think it's such a great idea. Just asking people if they can, if you can take a photo of them and, and their cosplay, no matter what it is. Um, you know, taking selfies with people. I was kind of the queen of selfies a few years ago, <laughs> and I was just I have like. So hundreds of photos from I guess it was the 2014 convention where I was just like selfie, selfie, selfie with all of my friends <laughs> with people I didn't know very well um, and I have all these great photos that I can go back and I didn't do that last year and it's something that I regret so it's something I'm gonna try to do again this year. <laughs> I'm really just I'm really trying to push myself and and overcome this this fear of oh there's a lot of people, oh, I'm claustrophobic, oh. It's not going to be as bad as I think it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be okay. There are places you can go. Listen to yourself. Take the time. Go back to this thread for more suggestions. We'll keep bumping it and talk to people. I it's It's very important to me that people who go to this convention, at some point they begin to understand why we go back every single year. And I've said it over and over again. I don't go for the celebrities. I don't care. I haven't looked at the guest list. I'm going because I love you guys. You are my family. And that's what it is for the majority of us. Um, I know very few people who are actually going. I mean, yay, Kirstie Alley. Yay, Whoopi. They've got some great people who we haven't seen before. But it's really, it's about family and as long as you guys are going to this convention, I'm going to mm-hmm. be going to this convention. And I there is nothing that makes me happier than when people say like Jesse. Um, Jesse put something like he wrote a blog about going to the convention and yeah. meeting meeting people and just, uh, you know, feeling accepted, finding his family. And that that is such it's just it's an overwhelmingly positive and meaningful Thing for me um because that's what i found and when i find that other people get it get it um <laughs> it just i love it. it it means a lot to me and i want everybody to feel that way but you do have to make an effort to it, it doesn't always happen automatically yes, it doesn't, that's, it doesn't the, the,
1: that's the big thing you do definitely yeah. need to make an effort
0: yeah and you know like even as jeff said it doesn't happen like in your first year necessarily
1: no. very right. can, yeah
0: it can take time, but I I do hear you know some people are like oh well I didn't get that at all, and then you have some discussion and well they didn't really talk to people. Yeah. There's there's so so many types of socialization out there. It's not just you know we may be at Masquerade bar a lot, but there are people at other bars. There are people yeah. who are going to the, to see Star Trek Beyond together. Yeah. There are bowling. people who are going bowling like Mini they're golf? so. Mini golf. mini
1: golf this year. You're losing now, yeah. to me. <laughs> oh, uh, you're going down. <laughs> oh, is that a challenge? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: We all need to go together. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um,
0: yes, we do. Um,
2: um,
1: let's say more things at the same exact time. Jeff.
0: Yes,
2: <laughs> but you know what, Heather? I, I want to really quickly say about this topic as well. Like if, if if any of these folks who posted in that thread on the Facebook page find themselves having issues at the con with their anxiety problems. Seriously, look one of us up. Yeah. Seriously, find one yeah. of us. We're going to be wearing. Me too. And Andy too. Andy Andy be more than happy to, to talk to you. But we're going to be wearing shore leave badges. They're huge. You can't miss them. <laughs> They're gigantic. They're bigger than our heads. We have cool. shore leave shirts. So you, we'll we'll stand out. So feel free to come up and say hi. And I don't think Heather or I will blow anybody off. So no. we will be more than happy to talk to everybody. You can, you can pal around with us a little bit and until you get your feet wet, you know, we more yeah. than happy to help anybody out.
0: We have and lots of friends. <laughs> oh,
2: we do. And, and,
1: and of course, of course you'll, you'll be able to recognize me. I'll be the goofy guy behind the drums all week.
2: <laughs> and he's super tall, by the
1: way. Super tall. So
2: you can see Andy. I, I remember last year, uh, it was when I first saw you coming down the hallway, I, I, I was way down at one end and I saw you way at the other. And I was like, Oh, there's Andy. over the crowd of people. <laughs> I was like, all right. I, I know where Annie is now. I'm going yeah,
0: that was that was the first, you know, the first year. The five year five year mission was there, and I would see Annie in the hallway, and I could find him easily. And it was just like the head nod, because they were but, so busy. It's like we never got to see them, but we'd get that little head nod in as we walked by in the hallway.
1: I'm like a I'm like a giant goofy homing beacon,
2: yeah. <laughs> and Noah's the keen, sir.
1: I am more of a cancer, really. Oh, (laughs) he doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. Don't, don't even try to defend him or feel bad for him.
2: Uh, So, anything else on the social anxiety topic, Heather? You want to?
0: Um, I think, I think we're good there. I think that the ending on, on the note that we did. Is good because we've got we've got some Twitter handles for you to follow.
2: Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: yeah, that will be a good way for anyone that that needs to to find a friend, find one of us quickly. Um, we kind of went crazy this year, guys.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did. And, but that's a really good point, Heather, and I I, I want to make sure that people understand that. And if you if you do have your smartphone with you and you have a Twitter account and you want to locate one of us during the convention anytime during the day, send a message to uh, one of our Twitter accounts, but we, we all get push notifications. So we'll get your messages pretty much instantaneously. So um, we'll, we'll run down all of our social media contacts at the end of the show. So feel free to follow those and send messages to us and we'll, we'll let you know where we're at. Yep. Yep. So anything else, Andy, you want to talk about anything you want to tease Anything any set list items? I know you have some, Cool stuff coming down the pike. Well,
1: uh, intros and outros for all the guests are all finalized. Finally, Ooh. all surprises. We're throwing in some. Oh yeah, all surprises. All right. There's gonna be a few that they're that that will make you go, what? They're actually playing that? They Whoa! They actually pulled it off too. So yeah, weird little things like that. And then like I like I said earlier, uh, we got like a thirty songs of our own to. Wow. use as like filler and at the end of the day at the beginning of the day so uh, there's a lot of that going on so lots and lots of practice time so we got one more practice to go on Thursday and then I just realized that by the time this releases on Sunday we'll all be seeing each other in two days Ah. so basically I'm saying that to myself right now since I'm going to listen on Sunday night when this comes out I'm going to see you guys in two days yeah that's so crazy!
2: I cannot wait. I, I it's it's amazing to me to think that it was a year ago that we were yeah. together. Yeah, isn't that it, where did that time go?
1: What what I'm waiting for is now as it starts looming closer and closer. Is that like the, my little Facebook on this day thing? Oh yeah, uh, will start uh-huh. popping popping up pictures of Vegas.
2: Definitely. I I I must confess. Uh, last night I was going. Th- In fact, if you if you followed me on Twitter, you saw. I posted what I think is my favorite picture from last year's convention. I was going through some old pictures and reminiscing in my mind about, uh, you know, all the fun that we had last year. And I came across that picture of me and Jim and Claire. Oh and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just the uh, the the joy of STLV just filled my heart, and I was overwhelmed, and I got all emo and posted it <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. I reposted it. Yeah, on some
1: dashboard confessional, and you <laughs> had, had yourself a cry.
2: I did, I did.
0: It, it happens, <laughs> man. I'm like overly oh, no. emotional. I, I was in the car. I so I, I since I've seen the new movie, I immediately downloaded the 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 score. Um, I I could not listen to the score until I saw the movie because <laughs> oh yeah, e- even the music can spoil it. Um, sure. I just I want to have that entire experience, and I am. These these new movie scores are just like some of the the music of my life. The 2009 film score, I I will cry. Um, But I was (laughs) listening to um, one of the tracks and I will refrain from saying anything about the name of it just to avoid any spoilers. Um, (laughs) But I seriously like teared up because, yeah, we're a week away. And I'm just like I get to see all my best friends who I see, you know, once a year for the most part. And family um, reunion. It is. It's a family reunion
1: minus and... minus the potato salad.
0: <laughs> minus you know, Aunt Uncle Harold and Aunt Je- I was going to say Aunt Jemima, but that's oh. pancake mix, so <laughs> that doesn't work. Hey, it's just what I think mm. of. Like that's the aunt we all yes. grew up with, Aunt Jemima, right? And, I un, mean, and, seriously. Unc- and Uncle Ben. Yes, uncle ben. that's the uncle I should have gone to. <laughs> But anyway, yes, family reunion, and I get super emotional, and I just, every year gets better and better, and I feel like this year is just going to be off the charts. <laughs> Unbelievably awesome, and I can't, I can't think about it being over because I get emo
2: about that. Yeah, I found myself fixating on that a little bit. I think we were talking about it earlier today, actually, and uh, I kind of started going there, and I was fixating on, it, oh my goodness, and time's going by so quickly, and it's going to be over so fast, and
0: I, mean, yeah. I had to
2: like, take a step back and and stop myself. <laughs> get, yeah. the, get the whole
1: optimist viewpoint. Oh, it's almost here. We're gonna have so much fun. Don't even mention the end. Don't even mention Sunday night.
2: I, all I <laughs> all I could think about was my um, my Bill Bixby walk at the end of the last convention. And I could hear that uh, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the incredible Hulk music, the Incredible Hulk music. That that lonely piano as I walked down the hall for the last time and got in the car. And,
0: and drove away uh, okay so let me let me end with this um so in the last the last year and especially the last six months we made a podcast <laughs> and so you know we do our tri little family reunion podcast and then and then surely came out of that and so i know that When I leave this year, um, we're going to be doing a bunch of follow-ups, and (laughs) I get to talk to everybody, you know, sometimes multiple times a month. We all stay in touch. Um, I'd like to hope that one day maybe we will all get together outside of this convention, and we will travel from our different states um, (laughs) and be able to get together for a five-year mission show or something. Um, But, yeah, I... Um, I never, never imagined this would happen. <laughs> um, I'm so, <laughs> so, so very grateful, um, to everyone who listens to our podcast and someone, I think it was, um, Stefan, Stefan, sorry. I, anyway, I think that yes, 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 you yes, made yes, a yes, comment yes, yes. about if it was going to be an annual thing and yeah, we are keeping Shirley going.
2: Yes. Um, oh, yeah, throughout the year. we,
0: we have some special plans, that we will talk about when we get back um, about some things we're going to do with the podcast, but this, this is, this is not going to end guys. Um, sure. <laughs> Leave is here to stay. Um, you guys are here to stay with us. We hope. And um, just, you know, keep in touch with us because we're, we're going to have episodes for you every month. We will be here, and um, we couldn't do it without you guys listening and giving your feedback, and we're just so grateful for you. And I cannot wait to, to meet everyone that I haven't already in a week and or two days from when this podcast comes out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yeah, as, as Heather alluded to, um, no spoilers, but there's going to be some really, really fun stuff that I'm super excited about. Coming down the pike for shore leave after we come back and do our uh, wrap up episodes and reunion episodes. Really, really cool plan. So stay tuned for that. So Andy Fark, thank mm-hmm. you for stopping by the show as always. As always, Mister um, Most Popular and hmm. Most Recurring Guest. That
1: we need. most. I don't know about most popular, most recurring. Definitely.
0: <laughs> do we need to print off a certificate for you?
2: Yes, we're going to print <laughs> one off and bring it with us. <laughs> To the convention. Uh,
1: Well, yeah, you okay? You guys print that off, and I'm gonna go ahead and print off my cease, cease and desist order to uh, Dan Davidson from uh, from Trek Geeks.
2: I think we're <laughs> making then... like a little Burger King crown. Nice. You can wear while you're playing. <laughs> I like it. Logo on it. I like it. But Andy Fark, where can the listeners, if they don't know already, where can they find out more about Five Year Mission?
1: They can find out more about Five Year Mission at uh, Facebook.com/slash Five Year Mission uh on twitter at at five year mission that's the number five not the word five um and then of course same thing on instagram as well and my personal twitter there's a first for you at and <laughs> at andy fark
2: very cool very cool so thanks for stopping by there Heather where can people find out more about you?
0: Okay, gosh there are so many places. Um <laughs> so let me so let me say this. They can find out about you and me um on the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas convention group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Patrick, we love you too Patrick. You're also an admin and you do a great job. Though I don't think Patrick listens to the podcast, but Burn. We can't leave him out cuz he's an admin too. I'm I'm on Facebook. My name is Heather Barker. Let me throw this out there to any of our listeners. Will you please shoot me a message if you send me a friend request? Let me know who you are um, because I, I, I've i mentioned it before, but I get a lot of um, friend, re- friend requests and sometimes I don't know who they are and I tend to accept everybody. And then I get creepers. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And so it's like prime time for creepers right now. And I'd like to avoid that if possible. So please send me a message so that I know who you are. If you're going to friend me on Facebook, on Twitter, my personal Twitter is sketching Venus. Um, I'm on Instagram too. I'm sure I'll post some pictures from STLV. That's also sketching Venus. Jeff, what about you?
2: Oh, what about me? Um, well, personally I am J underscore B E N J J Benj on Twitter and for the tricorder transmissions, we are on the tricordertransmissions.com. Please go take a look at that. I worked really, really hard.
1: It looks great.
2: Thanks, man. I worked really hard on redesigning that and, uh, I'm very, very proud of it. Uh, also, just posted our, my first ever uh, written review of a, of a product. So I, I did a written review of the, um, the Eagle Moss official Starship collection. So NCC-1701 Enterprise from the original series. So, so facebook.com slash tricorder transmissions and TTT underscore pod on Twitter. And um, we also have a couple of other Twitter handles. At uh, Shore Leave is, is dedicated directly to the Shore Leave uh, show series and you can get more information on us there and you can uh, get shortly specific tweets and as well as our convention uh twitter handle at stlv50 so we'll be using that to tweet out all of our stuff from the convention floor as we're as we're doing it
0: one more thing sure party
2: oh my god the party yeah so what are the details on the party heather
0: so we don't have a lot of details on the party, but it's Thursday th- <laughs> th- Thursday night. I think we said eight o'clock
2: in the th- Rio
0: at the Rio. There is Somewhere. an event. There is an event on Facebook for it. <laughs> so if you're on Facebook, um, search for the Tricorder Transmissions. I think it's third anniversary party or third birthday party, um, and you can you can say that you're going. We will update on the location once we're there. It's it's a it's a matter of making sure that we have space. What is so funny? Why are we laughing?
1: Because, because I remember like, I think it was about a week or two ago. I was like, and where exactly in the Rio is this?
0: I see. And then it was like, we don't know. It's
2: because you had on your sassy pants. Early. Yeah.
0: Andy.
2: I, did, I I'm,
1: I always have my <sighs> sassy
2: pants on. Well, the problem is that we, I think it, we're, we want to have like a cake and some champagne and stuff. So we need to find a place where we can actually do.
1: Allow that. the cake and the champagne as and outside food and, and beverage.
2: It. Yeah. yeah. We a place to put the cake and a place to have the stuff that goes with it, you know, plates and forks and, you know, champagne bottles. So, I mean, the first thought, of course, is to do it in somebody's room, but that excludes anybody who's not staying at the Rio. They'll have to have somebody you know, walk them up the elevators and stuff. And Meh. so we don't, we don't, we're not sure about that. So we don't, we don't know yet. You know, we're going to yeah. find a place. Um, I know we have a lot of people on the Facebook group who are already uh, checked off that they're going. So thank you guys for that. We're really excited to share our third anniversary with you. And I'm, I'm you know, I, I, just posted earlier today, a, a time travel Tuesday from two, two years ago to tomorrow was our 50th episode. So,
1: wow. And I, this is the hundred. Hundred and seventy fifth, dropping right now.
2: It's amazing. It's really, really amazing that uh, we've done so much work in in, a, in in a two year span of time, or a three year span of time, rather. Uh, and it's been an incredible, fun ride. And I'm I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of you guys out there at the party, and and uh, and thanking everybody for listening. Because you know, without you guys listening and talking back to us, you know, we probably wouldn't be doing the show anymore. So. <laughs> This has been awesome. And, and please, by the way, if you, if you are so inclined, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, we've recently broken out a couple of the shows into their own feeds. So Shoreleave has its own iTunes feed. So if you want to talk specifically about Shoreleave and review Shore Leave, you can do that. Uh, Atavacron has its own feed as well. And then we have the full Firehose feed. Of all of our different series, all mixed together, which the is the fire dope.
1: hose feed,
2: it is the fire hose feed. So uh, yeah, that's the main <laughs> one. So if you search for tricorder transmissions, you'll see all three of them, and you can pick which one you want to jump into. So that would be really awesome if you guys would do that. And of course, you can also leave feedback on our Facebook page or talk to us in the unofficial Facebook. Hi there. Thanks again for listening. If you're cruising the galaxy looking for even more Trek talk, why not visit our good friends Bill and Dan over at TrekGeeks.com? They've got a great podcast that covers a wide range of Star Trek topics, so you're sure to find something you'll love. And if you're in the mood for some awesome tunes, then you really need to head over to FiveYearMission.net. The guys are writing a song for every episode of the original series, and each one is absolutely brilliant. So that's TrekGeeks.com and FiveYearMission.net. Check them out today.